Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Duluth Podcast brought to you by the Wildcat Gazette. My name is Yuna King and I'm your main host. Before we get started with today's episode, I have a few upcoming events this month in Duluth. October 5th is sophomore night at 6 p.m. in the theater. On October 15th is the Trunk or Treat and Haunted Theater. On October 22nd is the Orchestra Cow Patty Bingo in the morning, as well as homecoming from 8 to 11 p.m. Now, for today's special guest, we have the one and only Dr. Davidson. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining this episode. It's Absolutely. such an honor. Absolutely. Um, so to start off this episode, I have a few questions that students were curious about. Sure. So what type of car do you drive? I drive an old car. It is, <laughs> it is a Toyota RAV4. It's a 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, now it is four-wheel drive and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, which I do like, but I also like that I don't have a car payment on it. That's good. <laughs> that's it's good. Old. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's it. So, what is your dream car? Oh, my dream car. Honestly, to be to be honest, it might be the car I have. Because, <laughs> really, I mean, it gets me everywhere I need to go. I like to go all up in the woods. Mm-hmm. It gets me there. And again, I don't have a car payment. So, I've yeah. been, my, the last car I had, I drove for seventeen years. Wow. It was a Honda Civic. <laughs> I got it like my first year of teaching mm-hmm. and. I remember when I became like an assistant principal and stuff, I'd be driving my civic to school and these brand new teachers would pull up and like super nice. Lenses, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I mean, people can choose to spend their money. I guess I really want that's true. I yeah. like to spend my money on others. Mm-hmm. And what are your favorite food recipes? Um, well, honestly, my wife makes like really, really good everything, but she particularly <laughs> makes good lasagna and mm. this like sweet potato casserole that she makes is super awesome. Oh. Um, those are two things that come right to mind. That's so, good. That's yeah. good. And then since this is Gen Z and we have a lot of slang words, what are the <laughs> most common and favorite slang words that you hear? That I hear? Oh, man, <laughs> that's, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, boy, I might struggle on that. Yeah. Are there any that you're confused on and you want to like know more about? Maybe all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I that's have teenagers sense. at home and mm-hmm. they really try to help me through it. Because uh-huh. I'm like, like, for example, I'll give you a funny one. So I'll be, somebody will say something and one of my favorites that I use is like, what tarnation? And that's like, literally. that's like a little like old kind like, of. Even before my time. That would be like, like that would be even my parents' generation. I think I read that in like books. So like. literally, yeah, it's like in the old books, but I actually use it in real life. In real that's conversation. funny. So, that's really funny. So I'm old school in my slang, but um, I did, you know, I, I was in that world a lot more. I When I was an assistant principal, I worked in kind of student discipline kind of stuff mm-hmm. for a really long, for 12 years at Central Lynette and at Tequila and even a little bit here before I became principal. And at that time, I felt like I was well-educated in the ways of the slang <laughs> and stuff like that. But now I fear that I am not. So probably it would be, I would need to probably have an education <laughs> yeah, there probably should be another class for yes. like, teachers for slang. That's not a terrible idea at all. Like, <laughs> at, at least like a document that would. Yeah, help, that like, would be really funny. A translator for it. Yeah, you know? I saw a TikTok once where it's like a professor and they wrote like a document of like all the slang words yeah. they saw. It was really funny. We need like Google Translate for slang. <laughs> That's yeah, we do need that for teachers. Yes, I would use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and then this one is the one that students ask the most. Um, what is your workout routine? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great question. So I would say that um, it, it varies, but probably like the main principles are that, you know, if I was telling somebody how to work out or whatever, it would be, um, it's more about what you eat than even your training. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really careful about that, making sure I get enough protein, the right kind of carbs, and don't trash it by eating junk at night, stuff like that. But then the actual workout itself, I usually do like, I mean, just to be really simplistic about it. I mean, typically I will, I'll work out four times a week. Like one day I'll work out chest and arms and I'll do like four drop sets of each. So I'll start out with a heavier weight and then I'll do a little bit of a lighter weight and then a little bit of a lighter weight. That'll be one set. Uh, and so I'll just keep doing it until I can't do it anymore. Then right after that, I'll do something I can do a couple of times. Then I'll go really light and maybe go back up to where I could do like 10 or 15. Then I go to the other body part. Like if I'm doing chest and arms, I would do chest that way. Then I would go to arms. So now I'm resting chest while I'm doing my arms. So you're kind of doing alternating sets and you just kind of keep going. Mm -hmm. um, I always do about 40 minutes of cardio before I work out and I usually can work out a lot harder. It's kind of counterintuitive. Some people would say don't do that because you, <laughs> might, you might not, you might burn your carbs out and not have a strong workout. It's not true. Um, I actually am able to work out a lot harder and have a clear head. Um, but yeah, and then just the making sure that I eat right and get enough food because you don't grow if you don't eat mm -hmm. and then getting the right kind of rest is a lot bigger deal than one some people would like to believe they think that they can take shortcut and yeah you can't you got to get quality not just some sleep but like quality sleep where mm -hmm. you're getting into your REM sleep enough during the night mm -hmm. so yeah I mean that's kind of like a super simple simple version and uh, I think that the the simple version of working out is smart. People get on YouTube too much <laughs> and they get all confused because mm -hmm. there's so many different things. It's like, keep do simple exercises. Don't get into the weird stuff and do a couple of simple exercises for each body part. So mm. That's like a, a super, super simple version. That's, that's interesting. Did you have a trainer or did you kind of just learn on your own? No, I learned. I mean, I've studied a lot. I mean, I've been doing it for goodness now probably 30 something years 35 years probably the, since I started working out and I've just read a lot of books and a lot of <laughs> learning on my own more than anything sometimes like you just kind of use yourself as a guinea pig and realize what works and what doesn't work and what supplements are worth taking and what are not um, so so much of the stuff that's out there is just foolishness yeah and, and will distract you from mm -hmm. actual progress so yeah that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so this is more like going into you. Well, even though we're already talking yeah, about you, yeah, but sure. Um, so did you kind of always know that you wanted to be a principal, or did you want to be a teacher in this kind of um, went into the past? Uh, no. I mean, I'll be really honest with you. When I was growing up, um, I thought I wanted to be in the FBI. All these things. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be even more honest with you. When I was a teenager, I was not on my best behavior. Oh, really? Yeah, really. So I don't ever look at a behavior that a student's engaged in and judge the person mm -hmm. based on the behavior because whatever they did, I probably did something <laughs> worse. I mean, mm -hmm. I can almost guarantee you. So we're looking at people as people and for who they can be, not for the mistake they're making currently. Mm -hmm. So people were loving enough with me that they didn't judge me 
and keep me in that box where I was. They kept trying to pull me out and move me forward. And that's what got me where I am. Uh, so that's what our, that's what I, I hope the whole vibe here is. I talk to our teachers a lot about it. Um, you know, we have this saying here, we, we care about you too much to let you fail and, and all of those things. So that's kind of where that all comes from in my heart, where it's like, look, we're going to love these kids no matter what, because sometimes students don't want to be loved and they make it really hard to love them because mm-hmm. they're going through, you know, we're, we're the hardest to love when we need it the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're your most upset, you're going to lash out at people and things like that. Well, mm-hmm. that's when you need them to be the kindest to you. Typically, people don't want to be kind to you when you're lashing out, but that's what we have to overcome mm-hmm. and just realize people are acting the way they are for a reason because they're hurt. Yeah. So anyway, that's so no, that a long way to answer, but no, I did not intend to go <laughs> in education and people would have bet you a million dollars that I would never go into education. That's really funny. Actually, I can see you as like an FBI chief or something. There you go. Like sitting right now, I can see I you. Like... <laughs> I felt like that when I was doing um, student management and discipline mm-hmm. all those years. Mm-hmm. There was a lot That's of really funny, investigations yeah. and I did work with, you know, the police and the FBI a couple of times on cases. Oh, wow. And, yeah. So really you did kind of get there. Bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit, I guess, but uh, I certainly don't. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that word, but I don't. I don't necessarily. Miss yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then you did say that you were um, you were kind of like a problematic student. So if you were a student now, not as like uh, a teenager, what kind of student do you think you would be? Well, I will say, as far as like my grades and stuff, I was probably a great student. I mean, I made <laughs> my GPA was high enough and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just what I was doing outside school mm. that was problem but i will tell you if i was a student now mm-hmm. like like with what i know now or um, like yeah if i was or if like what like, you're interested in like if you would be in like clubs or sports oh or... yeah so i ran track for a little bit in high school before i started making bad choices <laughs> um and it's sad because i actually went to state as a freshman wow. and set the school record and the 400 and all this stuff and it really is sad when you make poor choices the consequences mm-hmm. because i ended up not being able to enjoy that Mm-hmm. my junior and senior year. Um, so now it's like, man, how do we get kids to where they don't make these mistakes? If, if I was a student now, though, oh, my goodness, with what with what I've learned and how much I've grown, I would have so much fun because mm-hmm. I would be I would push myself like I do. I mean, you know, I get people ask about the working out stuff. But what if I put all that same energy into my track mm-hmm. stuff? Because I really enjoyed track. I really enjoyed soccer. I enjoyed basketball. Ooh. I would do all of those mm-hmm. things. Uh, probably can't do track and soccer at the same time. <laughs> would be tricky. I think that's the same season. But I would have enjoyed all those things and quite a few of our clubs. I probably would have been in like Hope and Juntos because I always oh. was friends with a lot of like Hispanic kids. I probably would have been in like Black Student Union and stuff like that because um, I had a lot of friends that had a lot of passion for that kind of advocacy and things like that. So um, my very best friend growing up started an Asian club. Oh, um, is that the Asa here, or is yeah, it, it would be like that here, right? So I probably would be in our Asian clubs mm-hmm. here, and for sure. So I, I'm really interested in cultures and things like that, which is I think it's super cool that I ended up. I mean, it's not an accident that I ended up <laughs> here. I chose to end up here because mm-hmm. of the diversity and everything like that. So. Man, I would have a blast. If I was a student now, I would have so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of the cool thing is I kind of get to help to try to create that experience for everybody. And um, 
So yeah, it works out really well that way. <laughs> so you did also mention that you were a principal at North Gwinnett or Central so, Gwinnett and mm -hmm. Tula, and I was an assistant principal at those places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So why did you choose Duluth to be a principal? Why Duluth? Well, because Duluth um, has diversity. Mm -hmm. And Duluth, so I was raised partially when I was younger in Korea. Oh, that's so cool. Right. So, and Duluth has a pretty decent sized Korean population. So mm -hmm. just that in and of itself, I was like, man, mm -hmm. this is awesome. I totally mm -hmm. understand this culture and I appreciate the diversity of thought. And people, when they think about diversity, they think about people that look different and all this. But really, it's the diversity of thought that really makes it cool here. I don't think students here have any idea the advantage they're going to have going out into the workplace, having no had friends that are that are not like them, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like they think differently, and their families eat different things, and they do different things, and you learn so much. I mean, you really you get sharpened quite a bit as a human being by being exposed to those mm -hmm. ideas. Um, I certainly did. It changed my worldview enormously living overseas. Um, I moved back here. I was uh, the only white kid at the school that I was at. Um, was largely African-American when I came back here. And those experiences really shaped and molded me and made me feel like, made me appreciate the value of, you know, being around different cultures. And plus, I just have like a genuine interest in other mm. cultures and things like that, and just being around people, yeah. uh, all kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted to be in a homogenous environment, like just where it was just one type of thing. And Duluth, I mean, people may not realize this, but it's one of the most diverse schools in the Southeast, yeah, like much less yeah. Georgia. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to, if I was going to choose a landing spot, it was going to be this. So that's when, when I was given some choices at one point, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's obvious. I would love to go. There, so. mm -hmm. And I love it here for, for all those reasons. That's great. That's really great. Um, how long did you live in Korea? I lived in Korea for about two and a half years. Did you learn Korean? Yes. Do you I want to speak Korea. some? I wish I could. You don't I, remember The thing I can say now is like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I can remember like some Oma Apa. Like, I, I could probably still do a little bit of the alphabet. And I mean, I learned it. Like, they taught it. Uh -huh. Like, full on so i knew i could speak it fairly fluently at the time wow. what's really sad is mm -hmm. that when you don't utilize it and you don't use it mm -hmm. over time you can actually well, it was, I, I do wonder though mm -hmm. like if i went back or if i got if i really got to a situation where i was having to use it mm -hmm. if it would come back you know that i think maybe i think it depends It'd come back faster maybe than it would have if i was learning it mm -hmm. for the first time or something because it does make that I sure it sure would be have been fun if I had come here and heard like some Korean students talking to each other mm -hmm. and I could have just been standing there and then some talking. <laughs> you just <to> understand? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. That would, that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. How many languages do you speak? Is it just Korean? Just those two. I wish I spoke um, Spanish. I mean, I would mm -hmm. give anything to, to be speak. able to speak Spanish. Oh, we have Spanish teachers here, so I you know, can like learn from them. I know. This is the thing. I always when I walk in those classes, I'm like. You know what? I need to just kind of sit in every day like a student and learn. Somebody gave me Rosetta Stone one time too, mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of you don't have the time. Mm -hmm. um, there's really, I guess, there's no real excuses because you can prioritize whatever you want. That's true. I do have four kids at home. So yeah, I'll, I'll use that as an excuse. 
I, I mean, tried to learn yeah. Vietnamese one time. Oh my gosh. I had an aide that was a Vietnamese. Oh my goodness. Sherry Trang, and she used to sit there and try to teach me Vietnamese. And there's all this intonation. Oh, it yeah. Was tricky. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's very it's interesting. Super tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what is your favorite memory at Duluth in your entire career? Ooh, a favorite memory. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know if I have one memory, but the thing that I look forward to the most every year is International Night. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that the most. Is I feel it like the food or performances? I think it's, well, I, so <laughs> I have like a super strict eating regimen, so I generally don't eat a lot of different food no matter what. Mm-hmm. But the, but looking at the different foods is super fun. And mm-hmm. talking so to you just look at them instead of I don't usually eating them? eat a lot of it because like I said, people make fun of me because <laughs> I'm so weird about like my eating regimen. Uh-huh. But so I don't branch out a lot, but I love talking to people about the food and mm-hmm. how they made the food and all that. Um, so, and, but the performances are also it's probably a tie. And then just seeing everybody dressed in their cultural um, apparel and everything like this, the whole experience to me is so Duluth and so why I love being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's probably that. I'll tell you that tailgate we had the other day. Oh, the, the Hispanic game, heritage. That was so much fun for me, too, mm-hmm. just seeing people um, di- display with pride. Um, their heritage and their flags and everything like that um, that made me feel good because people sometimes I don't know if they feel uncomfortable or what about like being real about their pride and I just wish that we could all be willing to just totally express ourselves mm-hmm. like that um, and be cool about it mm-hmm. so that those are those are my favorite yeah. yeah, I think Duluth has a really good, diverse um, culture. So I think you're doing a really great job, like, bringing that out. Well, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm not perfect at it, and we could be doing more. So, like, when people bring me ideas, I'm always, mm-hmm. like, wide open to mm-hmm. thinking about new ways of doing things or adding something or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, what did you teach before becoming an assistant principal? Oh, so I taught eighth grade earth science. Earth science. In middle school. At, an, in, <laughs> at Decula Middle School for six years. Wow. I thought you would be like a math teacher, nope. honestly. I was a science teacher for six years in a middle school. So that is what I did. Wow. It was an interesting time. <laughs> did you did you not like it or did you want to I, get I did more? like it. No, I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so during that time, I was working on my doctorate in education law and with the goal of doing something with that and and then it just kind of my dissertation was in um the was a legal dissertation that had to do with um like student management stuff like expulsions from school and state board decisions about how to manage students and all that kind of stuff so it transitioned pretty well into being an assistant principal but um, during the time i taught i did really enjoy um, the work I, I loved being in the classroom with kids and building the relationships. Um, that's something that I do miss. To be really honest with you, mm-hmm. I mean, even having you in here with me like right now is nice because it's like mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of my work now can tend to be like adult work. A larger percentage of my day was spent working with kids, and even though a lot of it was like discipline oriented, we still I still tried to end those conversations with laughter and you know, with mm-hmm. building positive relationships and things like that. And I, and, and I miss 
some of that. And I certainly missed it about teaching. Yeah. You can do that like at a high level as a teacher because you see the same kids every day. So you're able to really build those relationships and get to where you can really joke around and mm -hmm. know them. And, um, yeah, I, I do miss that. Yeah, that is cool. So you were always in Georgia, weren't you? Like teaching and. Well, so when I was now, when I. When I was younger, I lived in California for eight years. Oh, so you were really everywhere. Right. Then I was in Korea for a couple, few, and then um, back to Georgia mm -hmm. um, after that. But I've been in Georgia, honestly, since I was like about 12. So, wow. Um, so I've been here for my, my former years, mm -hmm. pretty much. I mean, most of my life, yeah. mm -hmm. um, And then I think this is kind of a dumb question, but actually... What does a principal do? Like we know, we're, <laughs> we know you're a leader of the school, but that's such a hard question to answer mm -hmm. because the answer is everything. I mean, it's like uh, you know, basically, I guess my main job. I would say, if you say, "What's your main job?" My main job is to make sure that the that the culture of the school remains positive. Mm -hmm. That's the super simplistic way of saying something, <laughs> but, and it happens in a thousand different ways, mm -hmm. but. If, if the teachers feel supported mm -hmm. and they feel like they're being loved and they're being protected from things that could stress them out as much as I can and that I'm being caring and empathetic towards them, I'm not making them do extra meetings. And if we can take care of the teachers and help them have a positive experience and feel like they're um, invested here, mm -hmm. then that's going to create an environment where they then can turn around and be loose and warm and caring with the students and that's what i want mm -hmm. so at the end of the day and but the real work of that is making sure that we take care of our teachers mm -hmm. and students should know that too like you know if a teacher's having a bad day and you want to get really mad at them and, and or whatever sometimes it's better just to let it go because keeping that teacher in a good headspace and in a good spirit um or trying to bring them back to a good spirit if they're not in one, is to everyone's advantage. You know, we got to keep these teachers. It's hard to keep teachers in the profession. Now. Yeah, yeah. And it's all of our job to work on loving these teachers and keeping them want to do this, especially here at Duluth, because we have particularly awesome teachers mm -hmm. here, verifiably. I mean, mm -hmm. the data supports it. So I'm not just saying that because that's what a principal should say. I'm saying <laughs> that because it's actually true. So then it's like, how do we take care of them? How do we make sure that we keep them happy? I mean, mm -hmm. basically. So that's me basically being their cheerleader, being a counselor, being a, a listening ear, um, a lot of meetings with folks to plan initiatives and things like that for interventions so that students who fall behind, what are we going to do? Let's talk about it, get the counselors in the room. Um, I mean, it, I could go on and on, but the bottom line is how do we create an environment where teachers feel supported and students feel loved and cared for genuinely? Mm -hmm. And if they think, if, if the students believe at the end of the day, look, these adults are kind of funny and kind of weird, but they care about us. So we're going to work with them. That's, that's, that's what we cool. need. Yeah, that is very cool. It's like serving both the teachers and students yeah. in a way. Yeah. yeah. So here's like more of like a fun question. Okay. Um, what is your favorite movie? Oh, <laughs> favorite movie. Um, goodness. So, gosh. Is it because you don't know a lot of movies or because you well, watch too I, many? Well, it's too many. I love Lord <laughs> of the Rings movies. 
Um, I'm watching a series now called The Chosen, which I think is super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in the day, I liked movies like these Tom Clancy, like Clear and Present Danger and stuff like that, kind of action movies. So, uh, But yeah, I guess maybe The Lord of the Rings. I love J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And all his work, so also like a classic. Yeah, like you know, like the the Hobbit and the, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you don't like Harry Potter? Um, I wasn't a huge fan. Um, <laughs> I don't dislike it um, mm-hmm. or anything like that, but it's probably not my favorite. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, okay. and you have kids, right? I have four kids. You have four kids. Mm-hmm. Are any of them daughters? I have a daughter. Did, how old is she? She is seventeen. Wow, I thought she would be like. Six. Yes, thank you for saying that because <laughs> obviously I am not old enough to have a seventeen-year-old, but I also have like a twenty-two-year-old. Oh, really? Wow. I know. I know. So, That's crazy. Yeah. I thought you would be like having very young kids. Well, <laughs> I know. In a way, I'm glad that they're a little older now because they're a lot more self-sufficient. So yeah, that's good. That that's part good. is nice. Yes. And then, do you have any favorite like characters? From your books, like what is your favorite character from like Lord of the Rings? Oh, from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Um, that's another one. I, I, <laughs> I'm so I'm so bad about like coming up with. Like, so you just like so, watching them and. I know. Of- yeah, it's like I couldn't probably tell you. I guess it would be like um, Frodo. You know. Oh yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I like. I, I think that he just watching him kind of struggle with within himself, and he. he kind of fights through it and comes out mm-hmm. on the other end a lot of times. So um, doesn't see himself for who he really is. Mm-hmm. I think that's, there's so much of that in all of us where um, there's a lot more to us than what we, uh, than what we know. And if we just believe in ourselves and just, you know, try for great things, mm-hmm. um, a lot of that stuff is a self-fulfilling prophecy if we believe it. Yeah. And then, um, what would you dress up as Halloween for this Ooh. Halloween? <laughs> would Ooh, you be Frodo or? I don't know. Maybe. Or, you know, I'm into all these like weird animals. So maybe I would be like a sloth or like a sloth. Been to wrong. Look that one up. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I have no idea what that uh, is. It's, it's just, I, I, I've always been into like really crazy animals. I used to raise a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Or yeah. I don't know. I have yeah. this stuff for Halloween in a while. Mm-hmm. So if there is a newcomer to Duluth, what would you tell them to definitely experience at Duluth High School? So I, I meet with all the new students when they come in. Oh, really? Them, mm-hmm. And we put in their packet a list of all the clubs and organizations. I'm like, look, there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Get involved in a club or an organization because that's how you actually meet people in a real and authentic way. You have time to actually speak to them. and. Um, I know some people have a hard time with transportation, so I, I really want to think about ways that we can bring some of that experience into those advisement periods, like where we could have advisement periods set up by interest. Oh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that would be super cool if we could figure it out. It's a scheduling, <laughs> a major scheduling yeah. situation. I think it's doable, at least in some ways. So there's something mm-hmm. I'm thinking about. That's like, very cool, actually. Some folks looking at, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if you're in there with people that have your same interests already, now you know who the people in the school are that you can most easily assimilate with. And it just makes acclimating to a new school that much easier. Mm-hmm. I went to new schools a lot growing up. And um, luckily, I have a twin brother. So we 
so we were able to kind of be friends, but it was really hard sometimes to meet people. But if you went to a club that was something of your interest already, you know they have your center. So that's what I encourage people. Mm -hmm. And then for the freshmen this year, they may be very confused or very scared of high school or just want to know more about the high school experience. So what would you give advice to the freshmen? I would tell the freshmen to um, take a deep breath and not be scared. You know, there's a lot of people here to support them. So we have these peer mentors that come up and work with them, and each and every one of their teachers genuinely cares about them. No one's out to get them. Because I think that's kind of like the feeling that people get when they're in a situation and they're scared. It's like, everyone's looking at me funny, and some of these people are out to get me. You know? <laughs> I mean, and it's not like that. Like, not at this school. Like, that's not the vibe here. And yeah, there might be some silly kids that try to mess with you or something like that. But nobody here is maliciously, like, out to get you. Yeah. Um, and if they were, I would hope someone would tell an adult and we would take care of that mm -hmm. super fast. But generally speaking, I mean, a lot of it's within your own head. Mm -hmm. So just don't believe the hype going on in your head. You know, there's people, there's a lot of friendly people here, a lot of friendly teachers. And just change your, your perspective to that and you'll be more outgoing and feel better. Yeah. So what would you say for like the upperclassmen since they're already well into high school and especially seniors since we're getting ready to leave? I would say, first of all, thank you because y'all have done such a great job setting the tone for this school. This particular group of seniors is just amazing. And you've been through a ton with COVID and everything else. And you've shown like extreme resilience, you know, through it all. So first of all, thank you. But second of all, enjoy the year. Mm -hmm. Like, this is your year. So don't let the stress and everything of, of your schoolwork um, rob from you the ability to enjoy your year. Make sure to, again, like I, like I was mentioning about the freshman, take some deep breaths and, and take a moment to reflect and enjoy what's happening. I mean, you're only going to get to be a senior once. Mm -hmm. These friends you have now, some of them won't you won't take with you. You may think it'll stay in contact, but it won't be as easy as you think. Um, but it'll be easier if you spend more time with them. Now. So, like, spend yeah. time with your friends. This mm -hmm. would be one of my pieces of advice. Spend time with your friends. Take your schoolwork seriously, but not to the point where you're living in constant stress. I don't recommend that. Mm -hmm. We need to de-stress sometimes and just enjoy our life a little bit, and we'll be better rounded people. Yeah. And then for the final statement, the closing statement, what would you like to say or think to anyone in the school or like previous students, previous teachers, staff? Well, it would be everybody. I mean, really and truly, I would thank everybody because this staff has gotten to the point now where every single person, I had a faculty meeting yesterday, every single person on the staff is the right person for their job. It's taken me some years to get to this point and I feel great about it. Our administrative team in particular is doing a lot more work than what people realize right now. There's a lot of new stuff going on and they're bearing the burden of a lot of that so that the teachers don't have to feel it. Um, so that administrative team is doing an incredible job with a positive attitude. They're working late into the evenings, they're working on weekends and they make my life possible. So that admin team, our teacher leader group, 
our department chairs are second to none. They do such a good job keeping the pulse of their teachers in this building and loving on them and making sure that if there's a concern, they bring it forward so we take care of it because I don't want any there being any like uh, you know negativity going on in the building unnecessarily. So I'm really thankful for that department chair group, our first team leads, our teachers. Um, but yeah, to try to single people out would be impossible. It would take me forever. So uh, just you know, the culture that we've built here is an amazing one, and it takes everybody to be a part of that culture. Because if you have even one or two pockets of negativity, then the whole school is kind of like a cancer, you know. Mm -hmm. But we don't. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Like we don't here. I mean, yeah, people get frustrated about stuff sometimes, and you know, we vent or whatever. But then we go back to the work and being positive and being. A, we've got such a family atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for it. Thank you so much for being in this episode today. Absolutely. Thank I enjoyed you. it. I hope you have a great day and see Thanks you guys too. next episode. Awesome.